0: This episode is brought to you by Podbean. Are you looking to start your own podcast? Podbean is an easy and powerful way to start podcasting. We give you all of the tools you need for a successful podcast, and there's no difficult technology to learn. Sign up today for a free Podbean account at www.podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. Welcome to the Godly Girl Talk podcast, where we do just that. I like to imagine us as besties having heart-to-hearts, but with a Christian perspective. I'm your host, Cass, and we're going to talk about the crazy stuff that happens in us ladies' lives. I'm talking boys, dating, school, friends, drama, you name it, we're talking about it. So sit back, grab yourself a coffee and a treat, because you know you deserve it, and let's dive into the word together. Hey peeps, welcome back to my podcast. My name's Cass, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Thanks so much for joining the fam. So I hope you all enjoyed your Christmas holidays. I know mine was just awesome. I really wish it was longer, Um, but yeah, it was so great to see my family and just to have a break from school, which I'm sure anyone listening who's in uh, university can relate to. Uh, university or college sorry um, my husband and I actually traveled to Texas to visit some family out there and I guess my opinion of it is that Texas is pretty much the coolest place ever if you're listening to this'm from Texas I deeply envy you um, I just I love the southern hospitality the weather everywhere i looked there were signs about jesus and nativity scenes in front of people's houses which was so cool and also just like the fast food options were to die for like sonic whoa that place has <laughs> changed my life i've n- <laughs> we don't have any of that kind of stuff up in canada so we definitely ate our fair share of fast food which was so fun but anyways i'm back took a break Not intentionally. I I thought I'd do a lot more podcasts over the break, but uh, I guess I just caught caught up hanging out with family and friends. So anyways, I'm here. I'm a little sick, so if I sound raspy, um, yeah, I apologize. Anyways, so today I was actually planning on making a podcast about dating and my opinion on Christians dating non-Christians which is kind of like a hot topic in youth groups growing up. Um, Maybe that's just my experience. Um, The old hashtag flirt to convert debate. But I actually changed my mind last minute. I decided to talk about partying and drinking. Um, So yeah, I was just doing laundry and I ran into a classmate of mine who invited me to a pub crawl, which led me to have to explain, like, why I don't drink and stuff, which is always kind of a weird conversation. So, anyways, I thought, you know, it's a weird conversation. Why not have it on a podcast where hundreds of people can hear this weird conversation? Because that makes total sense. Um, Anyways, if you're listening to this hoping... That I kind of send the message where I say send the message where I say Jesus doesn't care for your party. He turned water into wine, and he would be the life of the party. Um, yeah, you came to the wrong podcast. I'm sorry. This isn't that kind of message because I don't necessarily believe that. Um, if you do, I mean, no judgment. I I just feel like that idealism really doesn't line up with the vice of the Bible, and as Christians. The Bible kind of sets out how we should live, so I don't know where that whole, I guess, movement came from and where they get that evidence from, but hey, if you do and you think there's scripture to back up that claim, uh, let me know because I'd be interesting. I've never came across it. So anyways, uh, before I start this rant, I'm not going to specifically elaborate on any Bible verses, but if you want to read some that... You know, support what I believe in about this topic. Uh, I'll I can name a few. So one, Peter four three, Ephesians five eighteen, Proverbs twenty one, Romans thirteen thirteen. All right, one last thing. If you like this podcast, and only if you like it, I'm just kidding, but not really. Please leave a comment and rating on iTunes. It would just be extremely helpful. And you would rock. So thank you. Please do that. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. So my thoughts on drinking have definitely evolved over time. Flow, full flow disclosure. No, not what I meant to say. Full disclosure. Um, I was definitely a bit of a partier in high school. It was a brief stage. I wasn't really into it. Like, I've never liked the taste of alcohol. It tastes like nail polish remover to me, no matter how much sugar is in there. Um... But anyway, so it's just more doing it to fit in. And I actually just remembered this when I was thinking what I was going to talk about. And it's kind of funny, but I I used to lie to myself and say, well, Jesus wants me to be cool so I can reach out to these cool kids. And, you know, if I don't drink, they'll associate lameness with Jesus. And so I'm actually doing a disservice to him, which is like, like, so I can't believe I believed that. And just like so flawed. Um yeah, but that's what I would tell myself to like deal with the, I guess the guilt of going and just like drinking underage by the way. So it's also illegal. Um, and like going to these parties and making bad decisions. Um, but yeah, so I would say today I don't tell myself that I also don't drink at all. I mean, maybe I have a sip of champagne on my anniversary. That's about it. Um, and yeah, this is really an intentional decision I made a few years ago and super happy about it. I I honestly, I haven't looked back. I, I do, I should, um, I guess, acknowledge that because I'm not a person who genuinely enjoys the taste of alcohol, this hasn't been hard for me at all. So, you know, of course, it could be harder for someone who really enjoys it. And I also should say, I actually don't think drinking is inherently bad like people have a glass of wine at dinner or you know a girl's night or like whatever you want to do I just think the actual the act of drunkenness and what happens when you're drunk is is wrong um and I think the bible is really clear about that uh but so me not drinking I mean that's not saying I'm You know, I could drink if I wanted. I could have a glass of wine here and there, and I wouldn't ever get to that point of drunkenness. So I wouldn't feel guilty um, or convicted. But yeah, I just decided to cut it out altogether. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to give, I guess, four reasons why I don't drink. And those reasons, I guess, I'll name them and then I'll elaborate on them. So I have the what. So what is my job here on earth? I have the why. Why do people drink? I have the where, where do people drink? And I have the who, who drinks? All right, so let's start. What is my job here? I believe that my job here is to share the word of Jesus, to love people unconditionally like God loves um, all of us and, you know, to be able to help others understand how loved they are and bring them closer to God. So I had to ask myself that, you know, I've asked myself, can I do that? Even if like, this is me completely ignoring what the Bible says about it for a minute. Okay. Um, because a lot of people tend to ignore what the Bible says. So let's look at it from another side here. So can I do those things? Can I do literally what I believe my sole intention on this earth is? Can I do that drunk? And if I think I can, will I be taken seriously? Um, hard truth, I can't do that. I personally cannot be vulnerable. I can't build genuine relationships where I can talk about life and God. I, I can't, I can't talk about how he's changed me from the inside out when I'm hammered drunk. I just, I can't do that. First of all, it just, it seems hypocritical. And like when you are intoxicated, the decisions you make are, you know, altered from the decisions you'd make undone when you're not intoxicated. Um, I also just find your vocabulary isn't as strong and you're not able to put together the sentences you would when you are sober. So all of those I think would, you know, impede my ability to do my job. So that's like an easy out for me. Oh, that would get in the way of me talking to someone about God or, you know, having an opportunity to do so. Okay, let's not do it. For example, you know, for me, if there was ever a moment where I was like, at a party and drunk and someone asked me about God and I wasn't able to do that, and that's just something I know I would always feel bad about um, because, you know, you don't know if that person ever would ask about asked ask, ask about God to anyone else. Okay, so my next reason is the why do people drink, which probably should be why do people get drunk? Um, so anyways, let's name a few options. Obviously, this isn't, isn't all of the reasons, but um, a lot of people, you know, they drink to unwind, deal with intense emotions. Um, for me, I would rather go to God with these feelings rather than alcoholic beverage. So I don't ever want to rely on an earthly thing to deal with my struggles. Obviously, this doesn't include, you know, required medication for individuals who are struggling with mental illness, um, anything like that. This is strictly just talking about alcohol. Um, so if I'm if you know I come home from work and I'm so stressed I don't want to be like I'm so stressed I need a glass of wine for me I want to I want to say I'm so stressed I need to spend time with God right now and I need to figure out why I'm stressed and why I'm stressed and um, what do I need to do to change this I don't want a band aid solution of drinking alcohol to have that numbing effect like, that doesn't fix a problem completely. Um, I want to spend time with God, and I want to work through whatever that is with him. I want to bring all my issues to Jesus, allow him to provide the relief, um, because, you know, I genuinely believe when we tell, you know, God our issues, he takes on our struggles. Um, Another reason why people drink, so the party culture, right? So to hook up with people, um, you know, make those kind of memories Um, I also, that's, you know, I am married, but aside from the boy, I don't want to do that because I generally don't believe that what happens at those parties glorify God in the way that, you know, people treat each other, treat each other at those parties, um, especially if they're interested in going home with them or whatever. I don't think, you know, that is how we're supposed to love people. Like we aren't loving people the way way Christ called us to by pursuing their flesh. Um, and it obviously that's another thing that's really obvious in the Bible. And um, I find our society just tends to dismiss. Um, but anyways, so just when you think about what happens at a party, you have to just ask yourself, does that glorify God? So if you were at a party you know, you're funneling, whatever, ask yourself, is this glorifying God right now? And if you don't think so, it's probably not the place for you. Okay, so number three, where do people drink? So when you, this is basically what I just said, um, when you think about a party, if it doesn't glorify God, leave. Um, I mean, you can also ask yourself, say you get invited to a party, can I go there and glorify God? there if it is a yes go i mean if you can go and be if you're strong enough to say i can go in this environment and i'm i'm not going to drink to the point of drunkenness and i'm not going to fall into the sin around me instead i'm going to you know be a pillar of light for people and and help anyone if if they're you know if i see someone who's drank so much and they need help home like i'm going to be able to provide that or something like that then of course You know, as we know, doctors visit the sick and not the healthy. And I genuinely believe um, if Jesus was here today, he wouldn't be hanging out in churches, you know, full of, you know, strong Christians, right? He would be hanging out with those who need him the most, and it would be in those kind of environments. And he'd reach out to those people who need him. But I do not think Jesus would be indulging in the party culture No, definitely not. Um, Yeah, and Jesus, if Jesus wouldn't do it, I wouldn't do it. It's kind of a good motto to live by. Um, Lastly, who drinks? So, we are called, as Christians, to live as an example. I love this saying, you might be the only Bible someone ever reads. And how great is that? that you can show people that you enjoy life and you love life and you love people in a way where you don't need alcohol as a crutch to have fun you don't need alcohol to create relationships and memories to make people you know and to make you feel less awkward and open up more and when you choose to not drink obviously people are gonna be like oh why don't you drink they might give you a hard time at first but then over time when they're like waking up with a hangover and be like oh i made so many bad decisions what am i doing um they're gonna think what's different about you what is different about this person that they don't need this and why is this not appealing to them And, and they're still so happy you know in this thing that i think is so important they're not doing right and so that and then cultivates a possible discussion, which returned turned into God. And you're talking about God, of course. Um, I should say, let's not judge people who are, you know, getting drunk, partying. I, Especially people who deal with addiction. Um, but, you know, in the point of, you know, if you're living in residence right now, and, you know, we all know people who have the bible verses on their instagram bio and then all their photos are them just like blackout drunk up parties are we called to judge them absolutely not okay so if you are judging them you're just as bad as what they're doing because we aren't called to judge rather we are called to love and live by example and judging gets in the way of both of those so society is moving to this trend where Christians want and freely accept God's love and grace, but they don't want to live differently. And so a great example, and this isn't like judging because I don't know this person at all. I don't know their story. Um, But I just think it's a person that if I talk about some, most of you will know, like the guy who's on The Bachelor right now. And I just think it's like sad how they're making something so special into constantly making it a joke. And so... I went on his Instagram just to see, and he has, like, Bible verses everywhere, and, you know, it says, like, how much he, like, like, he loves God, and um, he's so grateful for God's love, but it's, like, yeah, like, why are we, as, there's so many of a, so many Christians where, like, I love God, and, like, Jesus loves me, and Jesus died on the cross, but I'm not willing to change. I'm not willing to make any decisions based on what Jesus said in the Bible, or, or what people have said in the Bible. So, yeah, I just think that if you truly accept God's love, and this is, a pastor said this one time, and it stuck with me forever. If you truly believe that Jesus died on the cross for, me, for you, would your life look the way it looks right now if you truly believed in it, right? Um, yeah, I think if you truly want to live like Jesus you will be transformed from inside out and your desires and decisions should reflect what Jesus would do. That doesn't mean you're never going to have setbacks. That doesn't mean you're never going to have temptation. Nowhere in the Bible does it say, oh, once you become a Christian, life is so easy for you. Um, But I think we need to try and we need to try to model our life after Jesus. And I really don't think indulging in a party culture, even though everyone around us is doing it, I don't think... And that is the best way to live like Jesus. But anyways, that's it. I I guess I'm sorry if you feel called out. Um, What I would say to that is I think the first reaction when someone says something that you're doing is wrong is kind of the attack and be like, no, no, no. So, you know, before you like reach out to me on Instagram or whatever, um, maybe just sit with it. Like, can you... Please just, please just sit with it um, for a night and pray about it and try to read what the Bible says about it and then get back to me. Um, I think conviction works in interesting ways and I think conviction can happen over time as well. At the end of the day, nothing you can do will ever change how much God loves you. There's nothing. His love is unconditional. That includes partying. That's, yeah, unconditional. But I just think... You know, when you accept God's love and you, and you believe his love to be true, I think that love should seep into your actions and we should try to glorify him in every way that we can. And, you know, getting blackout drunk at parties is not glorifying the Lord. Anyways, I feel like this podcast was like super chill. Um, maybe it's cause I'm sick, but I appreciate you sticking around if you're still listening and yeah, I will hopefully be on here in a couple days and make another podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful week wonderful week and you can just spread the love of God. Um, I just feel like this is like podcast is heavy, so I wanna end this on like a happier note. <laughs> I'm going to start something new at the end of these podcasts to mostly because I just feel like this is just like a lecture and let's leave on a bit of a lighter note. So I'm gonna do my peaks and valleys of the week. So peaks and valleys to those who don't know, um, often called like Rose and, Rose and Thorn. Um, basically it's just like the high point of your week and the low point of your week. So we'll start with the low point. Um, I guess the weather, it's pretty, it's freezing, um, where I live. So that hasn't been fun. I ha- have to walk to school with like a full face mask on, but that's what living in Canada is like sometimes. But I guess building off of that, my, um... My peak, so that was my valley. My peak, so my high point would be my husband and I. Actually, we went on one of the best states we've been on, and it was just so simple. We skated to the movie theaters, which is crazy that you can do that here, especially to all my southern listeners. There's so many of you, and you guys probably can't even fathom this, but yeah, like we can literally skate places, like people skate to school where I live. Um, but yeah, we skated to the movie theaters, uh, obviously, like, all outside, and yeah, and then I was able, I got Whole Foods, that was beside the movie theater, I got, like, the Whole Whole Foods Hot Bar, and I snuck it into the movie theater and ate it, and yeah, it was so fun, it was, like, the best date ever. So, that was my peak and Valley. If you wanna let me know what yours is, hit me up on Instagram, and... Please make a comment on my iTunes um, and rating. I really appreciate it. Alright, love you all. I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Podbean Live. Podbean Livestream is a unique platform for turning your podcast production into a live show. It's open to any podcast or on any hosting site. Easily invite multiple co-hosts and guests to join your live stream, earn money from live show ticket sales and get listener rewards, and engage your audience in new and exciting ways. Ready to get started? Sign up today at www.podbean.com slash live. That's P O D B E A N.com slash live.